Hello, it's Wednesday, and I am LaTanya Hendry, and welcome to another episode of A Woman's Soul Restored. Today, we're going to be talking about that shh that we often hear about from victims of rape or or, um, domestic violence, or especially with our children. When adults tell them to keep a secret, not to say something, to keep it among us. Those are words or phrases or even sentences that can doom a child throughout their life if we don't change the format of how we teach our children to interact with adults, especially adults in the family. Yes, we want them to be respectful, but a certain terminology is that we have to teach our children that they don't have to listen to, or they need to discuss it with mommy or daddy, or if it's a parent, they need to have a safe person to discuss things with. So let's dive into this topic for this week. I received three emails um, last week and also a form submitted through my website. So I appreciate the patronage and I do read each email and I reach out to let people know that I am reading and paying attention and I am serious and curious and care about the issues that's going on in your life. One email in particular, well actually two, were addressing secrets. But one of them in particular was talking about how they were coached as a child by their parent to keep secrets. And one parent secret was innocent, you know, things that they were surprises or whatever they would do for the other parent. They would tell their daughter to, she would tell her daughter to keep a secret you know don't tell daddy that we're cooking this for dinner or don't tell daddy that we're doing this surprise for him and the child learned that secrets were okay but when the abuse started happening and she said she was really too young to remember when all she could remember though is her father telling her to keep a secret that it was something special between him and her and I had seen those types of things on TV on different um, movies or whatever where that coaching method was used to coax a child into not sharing what was going on with them but this is the first time I had heard it really live and in person I had an incident with a friend of mine whose daughter was told to keep a secret But we didn't get really get in depth with um, that during our talks about the situation that happened. And I'm hoping to get her as a guest on the line um, sometime here soon. But with this letter, it it, some if they include a phone number, I'll call and reach out because I was curious to hear how did that play out. And as you know, it took me a couple of days to get to her because I was going through. Um, the situation with the loss of my loved one and when I tried did try to reach out in the evenings come to find out she work at night so she would be getting ready to go to work and then answer her phones so we were missing each other but when we did get to speak it was more of a she was ready to talk 
and most of the women that I talk to that are getting in that phase of ready to share their story or ready to just get it out to someone, you don't have to coax them. You don't have to beg them. They're ready to talk. Just as when I was ready to tell my story, I was ready to talk. I, I didn't need convincing. I was ready to share what had happened to me to people that I thought cared and would help me with what I was feeling inside. So I know that feeling all too well about what our bodies go through when we're ready to share that intimate thing that happened to us that violated us. It can have you so stressed out. You could be apprehensive. We go through anxiety is the main thing. You just don't want people to think about you any kind of way or look at you any kind of way and particularly you don't want people to feel sorry for you so I do understand that that knot in your stomach that occurs when it's time to share your story but when speaking with this she's not so young actually she's a little younger than me but not the average young not in her 20s or 30s um she's in her mid 40s and she was sharing that she's just coming to the realization that she was violated as a child. And I understood that because as of 2015, that's when I came to the realization and the memory that I was violated as a child. So it hits you harder when you're older as opposed to when you've had that memory your whole life. Because you're thinking one thing as your life has occurred and things have occurred to... um, monumental in your life you're not remembering that most significant thing that happened to you as a child that directed your childhood in your adulthood and you didn't even know it was directing it so when we come back we're gonna I'm gonna get into that conversation that I had with her and she said she would like to be a guest towards the end of the year but we're gonna I'm, I'm gonna share that conversation that I had with her and where do we go about teaching our children about secrets what to share and what not to share so hang on we'll be right back and welcome back today we're talking about the trauma of secrets shh don't say anything it seems so innocent to hear sometimes we do it in our conversations when we're talking to someone and we don't want them to say anything about what we just shared with them we ask them all right now keep that a secret don't say anything but it's different when it's used in the context of hurting someone of hurting a child or in a household where domestic violence is going on and the abuser tell you you better not say anything so you cover it up with makeup you put on pretty clothing and you put on your smile and you walk outside but inside inside that secret is burrowing at you and in children it's the same way they just don't know how to put on makeup or how to dress it up or how to smile and look pretty it eats them up from the inside when they realize that something is wrong. They might not be able to pinpoint what it is, but they know that something doesn't feel right about what's going on with them. So they begin to either act out or they, they 
schoolwork began to decline, um, their teachers began to notice a difference. Change occurs in them when something when when something is going on in the home and they're told to keep it a secret from another parent or keep it a secret in general, not to say anything. So when I was talking to my email correspondent about her email and letting her know how much it touches me because first of all when I read these emails it it does touch something deep inside of me memories that I know not going to go anywhere I have forgiven my violators even though they're long gone um passed on but it still triggers something. It triggers an emotion of wanting to help, wanting to reach out, wanting to just speak to that person to let them know that it's going to be okay. When they're older, though, it's kind of different because they have lived a form of life that is changed by a revelation of or a memory of something that occurred in their life. So within speaking to her, she was saying how, like I said, from as early as she could remember, um, she was told to keep this secret that they would surprise mommy one day, but she didn't need to know about it right then. Where in opposition, her mom was telling her when they would do surprises for um, her father, you know, that to keep a secret and not to say anything and that they were doing a a birthday surprise or if he had worked because he worked out of town and he would be home Thursdays through, I think she said Sundays, and then he would leave out on Sundays and come back on Thursday evening. So he was gone a lot. So her her mom would do things for him on Thursday evenings, a special dinner or something. But when they would talk on the phone during the week, she would tell her daughter to not say anything about what we're planning for daddy. So she had this mentality to be quiet, to not say anything. And he played on that because he taught her or relearned to her what she had already been taught by her mother to be quiet, to not say anything. And if if you think about it, if you go through different scenarios, uh, different times in your life when you've been asked to keep a secret about something, you may feel important, like somebody's trusting me with something, so I got to keep quiet because they told me. They told me this thing. So as a child, imagine how they feel if they are entrusted with something secretive. That means mommy or daddy trust me or whoever it is, an uncle or a grandparent, they trust me to keep something. So I got to keep quiet because I want them to trust me with more things because children want the approval of the adults in their life, especially mom, dad, grandma, granddad. They want you to be accepting of them. They want you to be happy with the things they do. They don't want to disappoint you. I know when my children were little, and I I did do physical chastisement because I'm old school, and and no, I didn't abuse them, but I did believe when it was time for chastisement, I did do it in a physical manner. They got a spanking. But it was more of the looks I would give them when they did something bad, or just saying I'm not um, 
how would I put it? Because my children are way, way grown now. But it's like, I'm disappointed in what you did. Why did you do that? You made me sad. And if I would say things like that, they would immediately drop their heads down. And I'm sorry, mommy. I'm sorry, mom. And even now, if I talk to them as adults and no, I can't tell them what to do, but I hope to be instrumental in helping them with their decisions. If they're doing something that I'm not exactly pleased with and I say it, you you can see the difference in their demeanor. So even as adults, we want to please our parents. We want our parents to be on board with our decisions. But as a child, it's more so because these are the people that make up our nature and our nurture. These are the people that encompass our world. Before we are exposed to teachers and and people on the outside, we are exposed to the, the family unit. Mom by herself or mommy and daddy or daddy by himself in some instances or grandparents as it was in my case because my grandparents raised me, my grandmother and my step-grandfather. So these are the people that we're supposed to trust. The people that's supposed to keep us safe, that if they're doing something to us is for our good, we're ingrained that way. And that's not a nationality thing. That's not a color thing. That's just children-parent relationship in general. So moving forward, just listening to her tell her story of the despicable and horrible things that her father did to her in the beginning she said she thought it was okay she said it hurt and she would tell him daddy it hurts and he would play it around and and this is the part that got me he got her to a place to where he would say well sometimes you gotta hurt for mommies or daddies sometimes you gotta take pain to let them know that you love them and she accepted that and she was beating herself up when she realized that I was abused as a child, and I think I liked it. And I had to let her know that, no, you did not like that, but it's the it's the terms that these perverts and these pedophiles use to make a child feel comfortable with what's going on with them, even though it's something that's hurting them. It's a comfort level that they feel that they want that child to feel as well and they will say or do anything to make you feel comfortable with what you're doing to them even though it's wrong so I'm working with her to help her get past that feeling of guilt and I understand that feeling of guilt because as all survivors at some point in the beginning we feel guilt we feel like even though we were children it's something we could have did it's something we could have said we could have made a difference I could have told someone but in that moment we don't know what we know now so it's easy for us to say now I should have done so and so when I was a child and I should have said something but as a child you think as a child And we've been taught and ingrained to trust adults. We've been taught to not go against the grain to whatever mommy and daddy or grandma or granddaddy or even uncles and aunts, whatever they say, it goes. So it's a process of where the the term is called grooming, where they prepare you. And, And some of 
these perverts start grooming kids when they begin to walk, when they begin to come into who they are as little adults, two and three years old, they begin to do what they do, molest these children at a young age so that they will then think it's okay. They will grow up with that knowledge that that's happening to them, but it's okay. And I've even heard through the years people have thought that it had to go on in other households because it was going on in theirs. And that's a horrible thing to feel once you realize that no, it's not going on in every household. No, it's not going on with your friends or or your other relatives. Or it might be, but it's not a commonplace thing as they would have you to think it is. So you can't feel bad if you're listening to this and you're realizing that, or if you're carrying that guilt, that something horrible happened to me as a child and I feel bad because I should have said something. No, you should not have feel like how you're feeling. You didn't know. And they created it. They designed an environment for you not to know, for you to feel comfortable. But at a certain age, and usually it's middle school or when you're approaching high school, when you realize that something's wrong, this is not normal. My friends are not going through this. It's just me. And that's when usually the the, the acting out begins or the, the fighting and the, the just... The disobedience because they're conf- they're conflicted and confused about how to feel, and even about what has happened up until that point, they just don't know what to do. So here's my encouragement for this week. I want us as parents begin to teach a new normal, just like we have to live a new normal going through coronavirus and COVID and now Delta. We're, we're having to learn a new normal. And I want us to do this with our children, to teach them to be weary of secrets. First of all, don't teach them that secrets are okay. It's not okay to share a secret as a child, as an adult with a child. Because it, whatever you're doing, you can, there's other ways to do it without telling them to keep a secret, to be quiet, to shh, that's between me and you. No, we don't want to teach that kind, especially in this society we're in, in the times that we're living in. We need to teach our children to be open and honest, to talk, to say the things they're going through instead of the the quietness and, and no, don't say anything and keep that between us and nobody else needs to know this is our little secret. No, we don't want it to be our little secret. We want it to be where a child is comfortable going to an adult telling them the things that have happened to them, letting them know about whatever somebody approached them to try to do. We want that child to feel comfortable. And if we keep on telling them about secrets and, you know, it's okay to whisper certain things and, 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 and the just of that mantra, we're going to always have issues where we have children that become adults where those secrets have traumatized them to the point that they can't move. They don't know where to go. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to think. They begin to beat themselves up because they 
feel that they were used, and that is a form of usury. That is using someone, using an innocent child to keep your disgusting behavior, to keep that thing that you're doing to them between you and them like it's something that they should feel elated or proud about when it's you that feel that. Well, let's teach our children different. Let's have open and honest conversations with our children about issues that we feel that they need to be older to hear about. There are books that can explain things to children that you don't have to get graphic with them, but they can get the concept of good touch, bad touch, um, what areas are off limits, what conversa- what keywords that should be red flags to them. There are plenty of children books that will help a child help you help your child be informed at a young age. Because there's certain words we can't use to our children. They're not gonna understand it. But we have very creative authors that have came up with ways to write it to where it would be understandable and in in a child's manner to where they can understand and comprehend and it not be put in such a graphic term as I wouldn't know how to put it to a child because I'm, I'm my children are older and I, and I, I just came out and said things to them. So I didn't use the, the child language, but they were older. But with our little, little ones, they can't comprehend certain things. So you have to t- either read it to them in the little books or in puppets and and there are a variant of ways that we can get information through to our children to where they understand the difference between someone rubbing your head and someone rubbing your private part someone hugging you and someone hugging you and touching you at the same time it is a difference and no there should be no secrets there should not be secrets that we grow up with and those things that we were told to keep secrets now haunt us now have us feel like we need to harm ourselves we need to commit suicide we need to become reclusive because we those thoughts even though we were told to keep it a secret those thoughts are in your head that you you this happened to you and you can't tell anyone because the longer you keep it the longer you feel that no one's going to understand why you kept it that long so you keep it longer don't torment yourself over something that some sick individual did to you. Don't punish yourself because of the issues that someone else had that they portrayed to you. All I can say is love yourself, be comfortable with yourself enough to tell your story. If you could just get it out to one person. If you have a good friend that you trust, if you have a spouse that you that will listen to you and help you through that process, because because I know my husband was instrumental to help me through that process when I discovered or when that memory came to me at the age of, I think I was 50, 49, when I realized that I was raped as a child. I, I was molested. And it broke me. It broke me in a horrible way. But my husband was there for me and helped me along the way with that process of healing 
from that hurt, from healing, from that violation of not only being molested, but my grandmother seeing it done, knowing what was being done to me. I can remember sitting on my grandfather's lap and him doing things to me, and she peeping around the, the kitchen corner looking um, because it was violence between him and her. So I guess that was a way to minimize what was happening to her. So she let him do what he did to me. And that's a horrible feeling. And it just sounds like I could talk about it. I can talk about it now because I know it's going to help someone. I know it's going to heal someone. But in that moment when I realized and remembered what had taken place, oh my God, I was so hurt. I thought it was no coming back from what from that memory from why I couldn't remember what was going on with me so in my life that I blocked that out. And the body is designed that way that it will block things from you to to save you. And God blocking that from me actually saved me because the life that I had already experienced, I think I would have been taken over the edge. Those two times that I tried to commit suicide, I probably would have been successful if I remembered what I went through as a child. So let's start a new normal with our children. Let's begin a new dialogue with them to let them know it's okay to talk. Even if somebody told them to keep something a secret, no, it's not a secret. I need to tell somebody that's not the perpetrator. I need to share this because this is wrong. Mommy told me that I don't have to keep secrets. That And, and if, if, the, if we teach our children boldness, then perpetrators, they, they don't want the children to be bold. They, they, they seek out children that's shy, children that don't have that much to say, children that can cling to them and they can get to do what they want to do with them. So we want to break that pattern. We want to let molesters and and child abusers and rapists know that there are domestic violence perpetrators. We want them to know that we're not going to keep quiet anymore. We're not going to take this mess that they feel that we should take from them. Even as a child, we have to empower our children to open their mouths and just speak, just say something. Just let somebody know that somebody even approached you the wrong way. That that when cousin so-and-so came by the house and they hugged me, they touched me in a place I should not have been touched. Let, let's get our children to a place to where they know what's going on, that they know that certain areas of their body are not supposed to be touched by anyone except the person that gives them a bath if they're not old enough to wash themselves. We have to, in our minds, we have to think differently. We have to know that every adult is not going to protect our children. Every adult does not have our children's well-being at heart. And sometimes it's the other person, it's the person in the house with you. We have to be prayerful over our children, but we also have to empower them. As women, if we go through domestic violence situations and your husband told you to better not say nothing or it's going to get worse. Or if y'all have children together and they tell you that if you say anything, they're going to harm your children. You have to find a way to let somebody know what's going on with you. 
even if they're at work and you call the police while they're at work and you tell what's going on so that they can get you and your children out of that situation. You have to get out. You have to change your normal into a new normal because I can speak from experience after getting hit and beaten for a certain amount of time, it becomes your normal and you accept it. No, we can't accept that anymore. No, we can't accept the things that people give us and think we're supposed to take it. We're not victims. We are victorious. But you have to get through that process of healing to get to your victorious. And the first step is to say something, is to get away, is to make a move. So I hope this week has been, it's been emotional for me. Um, just as the more I get into this and hear different stories, I, I really see the effects of different areas of what we go through as being victorious. But when we're in that victim stage, that carries on into our subconscious in our victorious stage, if that makes sense. Even though we're victorious, we still hold, we still have feelings. We still have emotions. We still have things, a plethora of things that, that we have unsettled in our minds that we still have the what if. So let's put the what ifs to rest. Even if not with us, with the next generation. Let's empower them to do different. So this is LaTanya Hendry with A Woman's Soul Restored. You can send me an email. And like I said earlier, thank you for your, those that are sending the emails. You can send them to a woman's soul restored at gmail.com. That's a woman's soul restored at gmail.com. You can also check out my website at live life now love life now.net i'm on facebook my personal page is latanya wiggins hendry and the podcast page is a woman's soul restored so thank you all for listening thank you for patronizing if you want to leave a message you can leave a message on the podcast as well let me hear from you let me know your story let me know that i'm making a difference in the dialogue in the tips and the things that we're discussing just let me know and if you like i said earlier if you would like to be a guest Send me a message on this podcast or through the other different outlets and mediums, and I will be glad to have you on to share your story. So this is LaTanya Hendry on this Wednesday. Have a blessed week.